Yeah. What up, man? That's good. It's been a minute. We missed a week. So to all of our adoring fans, apologies. <laughs> we have uh Tamar and I have, have traded places in during that time. Um yeah. Tamar's in New York. I'm in Florida, so we're yeah. uh, playing a little switcheroo for now. But facts. That'll probably change. Or that will change soon. I mean on Tuesday, right? Yeah. Facts. Um so give me give me the the overview of the trip. I know we we hung out mm-hmm. uh, when you first, you and your girlfriend first got to, to the city. So. Yeah. So basically, uh, she was visiting for a work like thing. It was her office's I think return to office, but it's not mandatory, so she gets to stay remote. But um, was like basically her company paid for her to come visit New York and like hotel. Um, though we didn't need to use the hotel, they were like, yeah, we just want you to come meet people. So she came in for like basically a week. Yeah, a week. She was there for seven mm-hmm. days. And we just like adventured. Like we went around the city a bunch and just ate at like amazing fucking restaurants. Um, yeah, how is that omakase spot? I want to hear about that. Mad good, bro. <laughs> like on a different level. It's a place that Schultz girl. So Andrew Schultz's girlfriend Post. has like a like a food Instagram called Blistered Peppers. What was the name of the, the restaurant again? It's called Omakase by I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, Mosser, M-A-A-S-E-R. I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. pronouncing that right, but it was mad good. 17 course, like best omakase I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like all the omakase spots, like they all are like in a different tier but yeah, i mean like, in new york you just yeah. try mad things and like they all mm-hmm. like i know i went to one that was like they ship the fish from japan and then like it gets there and, and apparently the best like sushi is actually frozen fish like even like the highest grade tuna is like frozen um so yeah and that's a hack too people like if you want to make sashimi and sushi at home you just buy a decent amount and then you like keep it frozen and i mean you're getting sushi grade uh, quality mm-hmm. Dude, it was so good. And then we, after what was that, the best? The best piece. My favorite was the last one. It was like an eel, um, but yeah, honestly, they were all amazing. Like the salmon there was like the softest salmon I've ever had. The tuna was amazing. Like it was just, it was so good. Like definitely a repeat. You should go. Um, besides that, we went to Raul's the first night she was here. Unreal steak, like that's what they're famous yeah, for. Yeah. Steak the and sauce. Burger. How how far is that sauce? Have you been before? No, no, but I know it's just so it's good. Steak, it's like a peppercorn, like yeah, like yeah. a mushroom I've had peppercorn that sauce. Before, but I heard theirs is like through the roof. Yeah, dude, and it was just a vibe. Like everything about it, the atmosphere of the restaurant just felt it felt so New York. Tommy. It yeah. just felt so New York. Um, yeah. And then we went to an Italian restaurant called Misi mm-hmm. in a uh, the Berg in Williamsburg really good as well like just mad good italian food they have this like whipped ricotta crostini yeah it's yeah. just i mean like it's all over instagram and shit like i'm sure, sure you've seen sure. pictures of it but it's i heard it's so over I, I heard it's good but like not i don't know like a little overhyped not fully worth the money but i heard it is like it is very so, good but that's like the caveat i've heard I would say it's overhyped in terms of how difficult it is to get a reservation but i don't think the price point is actually I thought it was okay. way more, I thought it was going to be more expensive than it was. And it actually you're wasn't just, that bad. You're just desensitized. 
No, I thought it was going to be more expensive than it was because, I, I mean, yeah, I guess Raul's desensitized me, but um, like Raul's was way more expensive than like yeah, that yeah. place. And it's always the wine and whatever that like actually but we, gets you. Like, yeah. We ate, like we ate at Misi, like two pastas, um, maybe I'm saying if you get a bottle three pastas. Of wine, like, yeah, we did glasses like each, belt, yeah. so that's mm. probably why. And at Raul's, we got a glass. Mm. Sorry, bottle. And then, yeah, we did the omakase place and then her company like basically let her like expensed her hotel. So she's like, fuck it. We're going sure. to the standard. So we did a night yeah, at the standard, yeah. uh, the Highline standard fire. You have a river view. Yeah. 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 yeah We're yeah, on the yeah. 15th, Absolutely. 15th floor, I think. Um, no, game sound. dude, no, it was popping. Like we could hear it because apparently, so we really? stayed there. Wow. We stayed there Wednesday night and apparently recently they just reopened on wednesday nights so it was like kind of popping but hmm. wasn't a problem yeah. i'm used to you know growing up in new yeah, york yeah. noise doesn't Miami, really new york. bother me yeah sweet and then I'm trying to think if there was I, and we went to piccola uh yeah. piccola kachina yeah what'd she think she like it she didn't love it to be honest she really? thought it was like a little what'd you guys get? i was pretty shocked honestly what did you what did you guys get the, we went twice. The first time, oh, really? yeah. The Did second you get time, the langoustine pasta. No, is that what it's like? That's right. what's elite. That's that's my favorite pasta there. Okay, I the I got one the first time. There was like this the gnoc- one. There was like this gnocchi yeah. special, and the second time I got the 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 first pasta is macaroni alla norma, mad good. It's like a tomato based pasta, mad good. Mm. But yeah, I uh, she didn't love it. Um, I but wonder I'm if con- you didn't. There's some things on there that like don't I'm, hit as hard, but yeah. yeah, I'm convinced she didn't order the right stuff. Yeah, I refuse to oh. accept that she didn't like it. Nah, it's mad she, good. You got it a third time. That us. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was really it. We just hung out a bunch, and she wanted to stay extra, but went back because it's her brother's birthday. Um, but yeah, we had yeah. a great time. And then yesterday was like a gor- Friday was a gorgeous day in New York. Yeah, yeah, it was and beautiful like, down here. Went to uh, I actually went to elsewhere on Friday night because Sean had an extra ticket to a show. Oh, really? Uh huh. An artist that he's trying to sign. So, um, yeah, we just went. What do you we... think? It was a cool vibe. Yeah. Was it like an EDM. Was it like an EDM? No, it was DJ? Latin night. So it was like two female reggaeton ah. artists. It was really good. Um, and then we cool. like got burritos in Williamsburg, and then went to his crib and chilled. Bye. And that's really it. I've yeah. I've been continuing to read um, this sci-fi series. I'm yeah, on book series, yeah. book three now, and it's just it's so satisfying. I haven't been dissatisfied by fiction in such a long time. Mm. So, and it's like deep, like sort of. It's like very satisfying yeah, like to people. Like yeah, it's philosophical. It's like things people talk about in science. Um, and it's been good. It's been getting me back into reading. It's a Chinese author, right? I don't, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce his name. C I X I N, probably Chishin, something like that. Liu, yeah. probably not. I don't know. I probably fucked it up, but yeah, yeah. Chinese author. Yeah. I, I'm I'm curious. I, I wonder how many like major creative works like have made it, or at least modern modern creative works have made it out of, I don't know, the East here. Like, there's obviously like some classic Russian writings and classic. Uh, Chinese writing, but like modern, I feel like that's like one of the few that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, I assume there is like 
Yeah, I mean Japan, not I China. Just, but... I would I would just exclude Japan in terms of. I mean, obviously it is the East, but it's also like so Westernized. But mm-hmm. yeah, I wonder. I wonder if it's just like things haven't made it out of China, or uh, there is a lack of creative work there. I'm I'm, I'm really probably curious. the former. I mean, they have like three billion people or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> However many billion they have, a one point whatever billion people. There's probably yeah. a lot of creative people. But, but um, I wonder, like, I wonder if that is like how prized and how like rewarded that is. Like, I know they're they're tick mm-hmm. like I forget what the TikToks called there, but um, like same company. But like apparently they don't even like promote like dancing or creative things. It's all like STEM engineering STEM shit. And, yeah, yeah. Everything else gets like basically like like pushed down in the ranking. So I'm curious, like, if the arts even have, you know. At what level it's pushed there? But yeah, I'm they, sure they, they have a good music scene. Fuck. There's a few Chinese bands be, on there too. That should be your your target market too. <laughs> Maybe you gotta you gotta save Shanghai for chill. It's <laughs> um, wild, man. I feel like I'm I'm like. You remember at the beginning of COVID? I don't know if you were the same way, but you remember me? Like I was super like twitter every day reading the news like trying yeah, to track yeah. after a while just I mean, got we fatigue. Were like, it was that we went for brew, like food at the the shawarma place and we're like Mania, yeah. we're like this is like we're like damn shit is about to go down and we're like this is the last this might be the last time we like see Chill each other in a for a minute. and it literally was it literally yeah. like it literally was like the next day like i think i stopped going to work and then it was just like yeah was that the same day we got Kulfi, the Pakistani ice cream, or that was no. I think that was a different day. That was this summer. Yeah, that was this. That was 20, 2021 summer. Yeah. What did we do that day? We got halal. I think we got red cart. Yeah, we got red cart. Did we walk from my crib to red? We cart? walked like OD, yeah. And then we walked back. Yeah. Yeah, or we walked close, something like that. Yeah. Damn. But bro, the shit. That was, when we, that was when we came up with the bet. The yeah, bet. that was a good bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this uh. That thread that we talked, I've already talked about the, um, the punk, but sixty five twenty nine about the shortness of life, and then recent, you know that Twitter account Sahil Bloom. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who he is actually. To tell you the truth, I only know him through. He's Twitter. like he, he went to St- he like played baseball at Stanford, and then he did like some like random things, and he worked at like I think like a VCP shop, and now he like is starting his own, mm-hmm. but um he has a pretty good twitter though um yeah yeah, yeah. and he had one thread recently again that was like you know harsh truths blah 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 you know like trendy thread but again one of them was like you're you're only going to see all of your loved ones like each of them a handful of times which may or may not be true but is directionally true like the amount of time you spend with the people you love is like way less and i was thinking about like friends like in the last year like after you left Miami, like I've seen you like fewer than ten times, which is sure. nuts. Yeah, that's fucked up. I mean, I was, like in person, like obviously in like, person, yeah, in person, time, whatever, talk like, and shit. Yeah, yeah, no, it's nuts. It's nuts. And there's definitely like, as much as I'm a fan of like remote work, I I think I don't know. I think in the office is there. There's something that is lost mm. with going remote. That I, I don't. Know, I I maybe I'm a boomer or something, but like I really mm. do like at least a few days in the office, like one, three days. I don't know. Yeah. But I think there is, there is something magical about being in person, whether For it's sure. work or, you know, friendship yeah. or whatever. I'm going on a, 
on Thursday to the Gemini office. Yeah. A, f- a few people yeah. who actually live in Miami um, are coming into New York. So Come we're right like down. coordinating to go to the office on Thursday. But like, cool. I mean, my girlfriend went into her office this past week and she was like, I'm having it's so wild, much fun, yeah. but I didn't get anything done. Like it's yeah, literally just yeah. socializing. Like, but honestly, like there's so much that like to say not getting anything done, I think is an understatement. I think like being connected with your team and like being mm-hmm. chill with people on your team, I think is pays like infinite dividends but yeah in terms of actual output yeah it's probably a lot lower yeah that's why we should be in the same city to do the podcast bro Facts. but your ass wants to move to miami now who knows there's so many uh unknowns but i don't know quality of life in both places there there are big trade-offs for both but um yeah you know what the way i've been thinking about it recently and i think i might have said this already but how many more years will so many of our friends live in the same city you know maybe a long time i don't know maybe a long time but maybe not that much i mean i I also think that 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 assumes that friend like friendship is static too like that won't meet new people like i don't know like there's people like i don't know that have come into our life in the last like Mm -hmm. year two years that are like you know homies like i don't know like pedro is an example i wasn't really close to henry like and now Mm -hmm. like yeah like homie no, definitely. I agree with that as well. But so many but agree, of my like college friends that I yeah. still want to be friends with and like still no, no, yeah, like yeah. are front and center are like all in New York. And I'm just like, fuck, like I I want to be here for that and to like deepen those relationships and develop them because also a lot of them like are doing music and music, sort yeah. of creative shit hmm. and are just like great people. So I'm like, fuck, I want to do that. Yeah. But then I also think about like like the lifestyle I was talking about this with Brandon the other day and I was like kind of bitching to him like, dude, the lifestyle in Miami is so much better. And he's like, dog, like no one moves to New York for the lifestyle, <laughs> like meaning. And, and I think specifically what he means is like physical quality of life. Like sure, you're not sure. getting sunlight, the apartments the are ass, aspect, yeah. like you can't afford anything. Um, but it's the social aspect. It's the cultural aspect. Sure. So I just feel like there's a world where can exist like i don't know i yeah. feel like someone's got i mean it just like it sucks that everyone wants to be in new york in the warmer seasons everyone wants to be in florida for the colder seasons like mm-hmm. i don't know i think it could be it's some configuration yeah where, there's like, you some rent, configuration you pay rent and get two apartments <laughs> i don't know i was thinking about i feel like it could make sense like buy a small place in miami chill like nothing crazy apartment in Brickell mm-hmm. and then like sublease for like, it could even be in like Bumble, like, you know, deep beat Brooklyn or Queens or something, even like out in the, wherever in Queens, like Bushwick or some shit. Yeah. And just do like a six month sublease or something like that. I think could work out extremely well. And yeah. like, it would be net, especially with taxes. It would definitely, it would come out. Yeah. Net positive. The only thing is that if you have shit that you need, like a lot of shit, for sure. Like I'm thinking for me, like all my instruments and shit. For like, me, music, I think is yeah. But there are ways around music. it for sure. But not music, yeah. a lot easier. Not music. I mean, like went worked in Miami. Like all we need, you know, like computer, internet, access. suitcase worth of yeah. clothes, internet computer. access. Yeah. That's it. yeah. Yo, I think I could probably declare residency in Miami after the last year. I wonder if there's a way. Yeah, I mean, you have to just like prove. You have to have like I think documents that say because I can prove my flights. 
Like I can prove my flights yeah, that yeah. I was there the whole time. You should look it up. I'm sure you can yeah. do it. I, I know it's just like, I mean, last year you probably spent more than six months. There. I spent I just way more know. than six months. I spent yeah. way more than six months. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what the process is. I'm sure you can mm-hmm. look it up maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'm thinking about that. Yeah. And then do half and half. I don't know, man. Like it's it's the paradox of choice. Like remote work opens up a world for us, but then it's like fuck. Sure. I was also just watching this TV show with my family about like, and I wanted to ask you about this too. Um, but it's like takes place in Japan, and I'm like fuck. Like, yes, I'm young still, but like one, don't know how much time you have left. Two, like, sure. there's so many experiences I want to have that like, I think about Tim Ferriss. Like, you need to like really, I don't know. I feel like to really get the most out of life in terms of like experience, experiencing living in different places and traveling, it like really needs to be deliberate about how you like plan it. Sure, sure. And I'm just like, I don't think many lifestyle, many lifestyles lead to paths where you get all this exposure unless you're very intentional. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking like, fuck, like I want to do like six months to a year in Japan, like just experience your life there. Obviously like test run it first. But maybe even not, because that flight is brolic. Maybe just send it. Um, Dude, I mean, honestly, like, I think the move is to, like, first create some income stream that is not tied to, like, a day-to-day job is probably ideal. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. I feel like some sort of remote-friendly business, I feel like that is, like, Mm -hmm. the first key that unlocks everything else. Because once that's going, like, it doesn't even have to be crazy. I mean, like as long yeah. as like a modest income, especially if you mm-hmm. like, I don't know, depends where you want to travel to. Mm-hmm. I feel like that opens so many doors. Like, yeah, I was thinking about that a lot recently. And there's this, uh, recently meaning like the last week, like how it's just clicked recently, how the internet just opened so much possibility. And like y- you doing a blog was very like eye opening. And then like, there's this YouTuber who's actually this British Pakistani guy who has videos about like why everyone should have a personal website, start a blog, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And today, like I actually bought the domain name. I set up the website on ghost. Um, okay. and I have like the website and now I'm just, did you do it through ghost or did you like, yeah, I did, did it through ghost. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you recommend a different way? I do it without, I do it. I self hosted. You self hosted. Oh, yeah. really? How much I can is- show you how to do it. It's cheaper and it's a trade-off it's it's a lot more work up not a lot more work it's more work up front but, oh, but how much I is, like how much do you do you save because it's like nine bucks a month so it ends up being five dollars a month but okay. the thing is like i view it i don't know i the velocity thing of like root access i think about extremely often and i think yeah. like self-hosting is like you get way more like the only way to get root access to things um okay but there are a lot of trade-offs. I don't actually don't know if it is the best decision, especially it's not like controversial information. What do you gain? Like what do you gain by having self-hosting? I think it's just purely root access. Like, so you can design it any way you want. You can't. It's ever more of just get, like if, kicked off a platform. Yeah, yeah. You just can't be like deep. I mean, what like let's say the server like I hosted on DigitalOcean. Like let's say DigitalOcean's like you know what we're taking down your site. Great, go on AWS or I can like spin up my own server like literally buy a server like mm-hmm. probably would do many things before that but like yeah i don't know that's what i think is powerful about it um 
I don't know. We can talk about it more, like mm-hmm. especially offline, because I don't I don't think the details are, are that that interesting. But um, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I also like Substack. I think Substack's good, but it's once again like yeah, but it's not really a website as want... much as it is just like a writing like publishing yeah, yeah. service. Publish, yeah. Um, um, Substack is cool, but I imagine like my website's going to be more than just blog posts. Like sure. down the line, when I release music, like interaction, all types yeah, of stuff. Yeah. I like having a website. I mean. I have a lot to do with it right now, but I'm sort of like brainstorming ideas for blogs. I'm going to write and shit. Sure. Um, but yeah, to your I idea. I do think of... that is an interesting topic though, is just like root. Like, I think it is a broader con- conversation or idea of like, sell like the broader idea of self-hosting versus like using a platform. And I think like, I don't know. I think that's the whole argument behind crypto too, right? It's like, are you, the root owner and like can someone else basically you know shut off shut things off whether it's your audience your like means of making money whatever mm-hmm. it is like i don't know that's my trade-off and i think it's one of those things too that's like not important 99.99999 percent of the time but like one percent of the time you need it like it is there's nothing more important mm-hmm. than that so that's how I, I think about it. But no, I think it's a good argument. So do you did you have to like completely design your own front end though? Like actually write no. the code? Not at ninety percent like ninety-nine percent of it is boilerplate. And then like I'll, we'll talk about it, I'll show you. It's like pretty straightforward. And I even I can tell you how to set it up. And then I have a whole blog post of how to like optimize it so that like mm-hmm. basically I'm running on like a super micro server and there's ways to configure it where like it can handle like Pretty much any amount of traffic um mm-hmm. so yeah that yeah i haven't done anything with it yet so i'm not like there's, yeah, yeah, there's no you. like sunk cost right now yeah I'm literally yeah. just uh just i wanted to make that like i just wanted step. to make that first step so i definitely have yeah. like more shit that i want to write and and i mean a lot i mean i haven't written anything um but sure a lot of stuff i want to write and to that idea of like having some sort of uh income stream I do think we live in a weird, weird time where like writing because of the leverage of the internet, writing can um, be profitable um, as like one of, you know, one of N income streams. If, I mean, obviously if your writing is good and you gain an audience and you're consistent with it, right? Like it's not just, you can just sure. do anything, but I feel confident that I could write well. So. Um, sure. And I think you can also like, it doesn't have to be a first order way of making money right 100 like selling like, the blogger ads doesn't have, it's just like it, it, it's for most people on many sites too it's just like it is like networking of a yeah exactly exactly and like i don't know opportunities I, I blah, blah, blah. yeah yeah there's people on twitter who have like i think he's talking about this, like forty thousand followers like i wouldn't sell my account for a million dollars like that's pretty powerful like mm-hmm. and obviously yeah. nowhere near that but like mm-hmm. it's i don't know definitely in the cars like, facts yeah so i wanted to ask you we've talked about it a lot but now that you think back to it right after you got your current job and you had some time before you started you still sort of took uh you took a trip solo to japan mm-hmm. um what, are, what now standing three years out what are your what do you think about that trip so i thought the trip like one i love japan japan that was like one of the coolest cultures, honestly. And like, I'm extremely happy I made the decision to go, um, especially like a year later, like with COVID and everything, like I am hundred percent happy I made it, but I don't think I, I, I also found out, like,
I didn't really like traveling alone that much, especially in a country where people don't speak the same language. Like mm-hmm. it definitely was a little like isolating, but it was cool. It was like a great experience. I'm happy. Like I know I don't want to like do that again or like mm-hmm. it wouldn't be my like, preference. Um, but it was cool. And it was like, I don't know. There's some sense of empowerment to just like being able to go across the world, like by yourself, go to a random city, like, I don't know, have like a great time meeting people and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just explore the culture. So. How long was the flight? It must've been brolic, right? I had a layover. I think it was like, there was like, a, it was like double the price to go direct and like the layover wasn't bad. Was um, it in California? No, it was in uh, Beijing actually. Oh, wow. So it was still a broad, but actually like, I think, I, yeah, I overshot China, uh, Japan and then came back, but it was like, it added like a few extra hours, like two or three extra hours, but right. it was like something like in the teens, I'm going to say, or 20 hours, something like that. Damn. Um, I think if you go direct, it's like, did you sleep on the plane? 16. I don't remember. I really yeah. don't remember. Facts. Um, the bad part was on the way back. I, you had to sign some like crazy form to like leave the airport. And I was like, all right, fuck that. I don't want to do that even though I should have been just like sent it for the night. Um, so I like slept in the airport, which is a big L, but in Beijing? I didn't want to sign the screen. Yeah. I didn't want to, but there was like, I, I can't remember the form, but it was some crazy ass form. Like it was in English. I don't even remember. I just remember like they had like multiple signing forms and it was just like, it was just like, I was like, this just seems really sus. Like I've never had to sign out to like mm-hmm. leave an airport. So, um, so you were there for like the whole night. Yeah, I literally slept on like a bench or like Damn. whatever, like the seats there. Damn. Definitely an L, but it was it was a learning experience. Are you considering doing a, a solo trip? Is that not really? I'm just like I was talking about this the other day. Um or like I guess today's Sunday, like Friday night, when I was at Sean's apartment, like college was a chapter. And then the first like four years after college was its own chapter. Like we're in a different chapter right now. I feel like sure. um, definitely with the new job starting, but also like really just going to Miami and then like experiencing life there. And then what the whole last year brought, like, I feel like this is like the, like there was a chapter directly after college, which is like, I guess you call it early twenties. And now it's like this mm-hmm. chapter, which is like late twenties. And sure. um, I guess for me, you're still 25. Um Day. for a few a more days yeah uh exactly a week actually um yeah. and i don't know i just feel like pretty like in a good place pretty empowered to like do shit and uh i i think i'm gonna start learning japanese very soon um really? i have a yeah dude tim ferris's book four hour chef it has a whole s- section on like learning uh, language advanced like accelerated language ac- acquisition yeah and i want to like put the pedal to the metal and like actually like test learning a language because I already speak two languages fluently and I want to learn many languages. And I think it's like makes logical sense to maybe do Spanish next, but I just would be more excited by Japanese. Um, And I think I just want to, like, I just want to learn Japanese because I like grew up watching a ton of anime. Like I love the culture. Well, what I understand of the culture and yeah, like, just I don't know the idea of like speaking mad languages just sounds so far. Yeah, yeah. I'm learning. I told you I like. I mean, I took a little break because I was doing that video class, but I, I actually just was speaking with this tutor I have in in who's in Beijing, and like we're gonna start 
uh, ramping up Chinese again. I'm like horrible at it. And like, uh, this isn't like growth mindset type of thinking, like talking, but like, I definitely, I don't think my brain is like, I don't think I have a natural instinct for learning languages mm. well, but Chinese is a lot of fun. Um, it's Mandarin. Yeah. You should so cop, it's gonna be a, you should cop four hour chef. I know, I know. I think it's I like, definitely like it's the, the amount of time there. you're going to save is like, I think I it's know, just a very high, it's very leveraged to like buy that book and read through the language acquisition part because yeah, yeah. Tim Ferriss, you know how he Tim Ferriss's shit. He yeah. like really 80-20s the fuck out of language acquisition. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, it's like, he's like, there's like a power curve to the words you're going to use and then like- But also how to learn like- movies. Yeah. But more than I that, know. he has this whole chart about like, like it's basically like every you can speak the majority of a language by only learning one grammatical form of speaking with words which is like infinitives so in, in english we say like to eat right um mm -hmm. you could say i want to eat right and then you could say for like the future like i will want to eat I, and like um and then you could say like in the past i i he has a whole thing about it but I, like, yeah 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 it's just very, way to like, hack it. it's very leverage. And it's like not the traditional yeah. way of speaking a language, but it's like fully functional. It's like a good way to get yeah. conversational. And yeah. he, he speaks, you know, a dozen languages fluently or conversationally, I should say. Really? So I didn't yeah. know it was that high. I knew he was Japanese and Japanese, Mandarin, English, Spanish, Spanish German, Turkish. Um, I believe some so Russian, a little bit of Arabic. Um, there's a lot, but I know at least Japanese, Mandarin, yeah. English, whatever. Spanish I feel like is once you get over three, it's like okay, like this is a different ball game. Yeah, and once I, you're over like six, it's like. Mm -hmm. Well, my mom has like that language thing. She like picks up language even still, like without. She isn't like. She knows when I was when I was a kid, like she would like, like learn languages left and right, like obviously not incredibly deeply, but conversationally, where like she could talk to people, and she just would like have a natural drive to learn languages and like when sure. i was a kid like she spoke japanese um obviously urdu french english um she like new became york. she in new york she became conversational in spanish um for a while i feel like there's certain ones like once you know french italian or, or spanish like the romance languages yeah between yeah between them is, is mm -hmm. like a lot simpler yeah. and my dad also yeah. speaks romanian Urdu, Punjabi, and English. So, like, I don't know. I just feel stoked to. That's I don't the only know. way to survive in Queens. You got to know like nine languages. But I am worried that like I'm falling into the trap of like wanting to do too much shit at a time because it's like we have the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We have like I'm start. I'm gonna start a blog and like no real idea about how long that's gonna take every week. And then like yeah, because yeah. I want to put out no, quality shit also. Up. And then also yeah. like music, like I just started recording shit like these last two weeks. And like, nice. that's like a six month to a year process of like putting out something probably even longer, honestly, because I haven't done sure. it so long. And then like, obviously the new job want to be really good, you know, like learning Scala. Sure. Scala is like kind sure. of a brolic language. So sure. It's all, I, I also wonder with, uh, to that point, I agree. I think there was like, when I had that video class, like I definitely was just like, just getting by and that's debatable um now i feel like with that class behind me like i definitely feel like i have some room but it's definitely not yeah there's definitely a limited amount of time um but i also wonder i, I wonder what point we're gonna get to the where like like 
I don't know, like that model used for that, that, uh, that project I just did. Like, mm -hmm. I wonder how long before language isn't as big of a barrier. Like already you can get around using Google translate. Like obviously it's nowhere near like ideal, but like I could see a world where it's not that far off. I don't understand what you mean. Can you elaborate? Like you just have your phone and like it instantly, like really accurately translates. Oh, like, in real time almost. Like, yeah, yeah. Like some AI model that just is extremely efficient. I, I, I would be surprised if the general population isn't more surprised within the next like 10, 15 years, maybe less. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you remember with Canman? <laughs> Bro. Canman speaks like nine languages. And but they all wake you up. Money. Eight of them are money. Yeah. Um, that shit was too funny. Yeah. So in senior year, so in Santa Clara, there were these, I don't know if they were a couple. It, was, it seemed like they were a family. It was like a family, yeah. And we think Vietnamese. I think they were Vietnamese. And, they were Vietnamese. Uh, they uh, were like collecting cans and I guess like, you know, for, for money. Um, and one night, Marco. But like. When we we're talking about collecting cans, I mean, they would have like in a weekend, they probably did a few thousand cans. A few like, thousand. I would not be surprised. Yeah, yeah easily. Like they had, yeah. they had literally had a car. They had like a mm -hmm. minivan that they would fill with cans, like on probably like a daily basis, at least on the weekends, and then mm -hmm. through the week, do pretty well. Yeah. yeah, and they're like a center of operate. Their headquarters, Global headquarters was our crib. Was like the alley between our house and the house yeah. next to it. They would just keep their shopping cart and like. In the morning, shot, bro, they had like an armada, yeah, had, like five shopping carts. And we would wake up on fucking Saturdays to them speaking loud Vietnamese, but also like, like we would 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Like Can Man would just be chilling on our fucking porch swing. But Ripping, one night, like dollar bugs, like one night, Marco like had the idea, like, let's try to talk to him. So he pulls out Google Translate and says, like, <laughs> hey, what's up? And, like, translates to Vietnamese, and he, they start having a conversation. And then he gives us a fucking ride in his van yeah. to the bars. We went in the Canman van. The Canmo. I, I forget who else. It was. We had, like... Lizzie, I think. I know, like, yeah, we had, like, one or two other people besides us. And that was legendary. That's crazy. I don't remember how, Helena, what, maybe? how we went... Yeah, I don't remember, but I don't know. I don't remember what the gap was between us, like just talking and then being like, "Yeah, give us a ride." Zero but memory. That was, uh, yeah, it's like a good memory. That was wild. Um, I saw Lizzie um, like last weekend at a party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She said. said she'll be at your. And birthday. I saw her, like, yeah, yeah. Full yeah. disclosure: I don't own anything orange, and I'm not gonna wear orange. You got it. You got it. I have. Something. I literally have nothing orange, bro. Bro, there's like. Amazon, that was $5. Old. I'm sure there's like a, a Hanes. I'm going to bring this. Too. I'm going to bring this. That's my orange entry, my fucking hard drive. Um, I just, I copped a, an orange shirt today. I had a, another orange shirt, but this one is, I think, will be a party please. Your Ed, bro. Ed. Five bucks, bro. You can find a shirt easy. I know I can, but is it do I want to? That's the thing. You got to, if it was a wake party, you buy a wake, like. Did you, um, did you see this tweet from Lex a couple days ago? He said, I'd try to skip the generic small talk, go deep right away. Yeah, yeah. Like the world ends in five minutes and the two of us just have that much time to together to figure it all out. Try doing that at a bar, though. Literally. 
You'll meet zero girls if you do that shit drinks. at a bar. <laughs> zero. You meet the bartender. Deadass. Like, what would you say? Like, I don't know. But I like the idea of like like going deep and not like trying to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think um, I think many people have a want for it, but I think it has to be authentic and can't mm -hmm. be like forced. And like, yeah. I mean, I definitely think there's a way to to have those natural conversations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think like I, I read about Aldous Huxley. He did this thing and we've like heard this shit, but apparently he really did it like every time, every night when he would go out, like he would like open the encyclopedia and like learn something like random and would make it the goal of the night to like bring that topic into conversation. Yeah, yeah. And I think just as a general rule, like the more experience you have, then the more shared experience you have with other people and like the more shit you could talk about. Sure. I think about that often, actually. I'll look around. So at work, we have this thing that like came out of nowhere. But basically, after every like stand up meeting, we do like a fun fact. And somehow it turned out like, I don't know, it just like spiraled into like, basically, like, every time there was like, that chance, like, I don't know, I would always like think of something and just have like a random fun fact. Mm. And like, not a fun a fact about ago. you or just random shit? No, no, just any like, could yeah. literally be anything. Mm -hmm. um, and like, then I was thinking one day, I was like, I was looking around. I was like, do I have a fun fact for like anything I could see in the room? And I was like, for almost everything, I was like, oh, I could probably, I could think about something, whether it's like the manufacturing process, the material, like the design behind it. It, it was mm -hmm. pretty cool, like experiment to think about. And I'm sure like, I don't know. I feel like it's not that hard to do. Um, but I think it's like learning to see the story or like the facts behind something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, life is deep. It's really been hitting me a lot recently, like how I just feel like there's not a lot of time. Maybe that's just what that's there what is. This, there is and there isn't, right? It's like if you use yeah. it well, there is. If you don't use it well, there's not. It's all relative. But yeah, I think, mm -hmm. I mean, we're still so young. Like, I mean, who knows? We could both like, who knows? Like my plane flying to New York could crash in your building tomorrow, right? Like, who knows? Like, like we could both GG tomorrow. But like, I don't know. Probably, probably we have a decent amount of time and like, I feel like we're pretty conscious of it and like, I don't know, trying to be proactive with it, which I think is positive. Facts. I have uh, something I did the other day that I, I want to spend like a minute talking on. Hit me. So the surprise gift and we went to goat yoga. So the, the fucking goats like climb on you and shit? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, like, yes, that sounds fun. Like, I'm excited to do this. But then, like, we went. Highly, highly recommend. Like, Do they shit on you, though? Bro, they shit, like, raisinets everywhere. Like, mats and everything. But honestly, you just, like, knock them off. They, they, it's like dry shit. Girlfriend, right? they... Yeah, yeah. Girlfriend got a few little, uh, you know, Pellets in her head? I had... <laughs> on your back while they're climbing on you. No. <laughs> but they just kind of, like... It's, it's Some people... I think one lady got pissed on. I don't remember. But honestly, worth it. Like, so basically, you go. The yoga is kind of pointless, honestly. But you're just chilling with goats. Certain, yeah, and they're like they like breed these like specific type of goats that are like really tiny and they're like really cute. Um, but the thing is that like goats naturally like to climb, so it's just like hacking it basically. Where like anytime you go into a pose where you like have some sort of platform and you're like slightly elevated versus mm -hmm. like the surrounding area, these goats just go nuts and they just like jump on top of you um and it feels pretty good honestly it's like a little little massage they're cute but yeah mad cute like Damn. 
really cute. and there's like 20 of them running around i'm with um, how many people were there a lot it was like 95 percent women and it was like probably 30 plus people it was cool i was one of those things like you see on like instagram or whatever but i actually would highly recommend it and like mm. it's definitely like a serotonin dopamine surge for the day for sure. i'm down yeah dope i'll and try you do it. some stretching so i don't know if my girlfriend is like that she might i feel like she i feel like honestly like it's pretty uh, tough to it was in it's miami it's pretty tough to not like no it was in uh like up here fort myers. i mean fort myers yeah bro my, it's not it like, seems like this past week was the week to be in miami I mean, like yeah, the Bitcoin, like Bitcoin conference and like yeah. every, I know so many people that were there. Yeah. Like so. Did many you people. watch, um, I'm sure people from work and like, haven't seen any of the talks. Yeah. There some I watched ones? just the, I watched the Peter Thiel one. I heard the Peter Thiel one um, was weird. It was pretty intense. There were certain parts I didn't think I was like fully on board and there are certain parts that seemed like a little strange, but like many parts were very like on point and I was like, I don't know. Worth um, watching? Only time will tell if it was worth watching. But at the, in the moment, did you feel like it was worth watching? I mean, it's a lot of like, it's like reading a Ray Kurzweil book. Like, it's Words. either going to be extremely valuable or like completely batshit crazy. But I think Peter is generally on the, generally fairly on the Same, positive side yeah. of, of uh, history. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. There's right, apparently a massive bull, but there was no, uh, they didn't give it any Bronco love. Yeah, no testicles. No. Um, but it had robot eyes. Sure. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, Academy was there. A bunch of people from Gemini were there. So I'm meeting. Academy Ac was there. Yeah. Oh, right. And then she's coming to New York on, on, we're going to get dinner on Friday. So, huh? um, oh, you're back by then. So you should chill. Fuck. If you don't have plans. And then obviously yeah. Saturday. We went to that diner. I think we went with Birdman and we went with her. We went yeah. to that, that diner that's like kind of street. It was kind of cap, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah. But it was hilarious. Like yeah. that is like a quite a random uh experience. Dude, yeah, Birdman was there. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what, how Anton's doing. Man is always chilling. Yeah, professional. And he knows way more about American politics than anyone who lives in this country. I told you, if you work for the CIA. You work for the fucking CIA. Maybe that's why he's into um, birds. He was fucking, they were really drones. Sure. Yeah, what's birds. that thing? There's that bird, that bird movement. It's like the pigeon birds shit. aren't real. Yeah. Birds aren't real. Yeah. Yeah. People think in New York, pigeons are actually like surveillance devices. You know, pigeons are actually originally like, well, like obviously messenger pigeons, but then they were trying to train pigeons. They have like apparently incredible eyesight and like moderately intelligent or intelligent enough that they would they put them in this planes and they would uh put them in this like glass dome basically and give them this little switch that they would teach them to use and apparently they could like spot survivors in the water and they were like yeah there's like pigeons are apparently like well, they need way more credit than they're given even though they're like dirty as hell in the flying rats yeah they taste good though <laughs> the whole, new york city halal <laughs> definitely let, let me get some pigeon yeah. over rice literally bro the most sus thing at the halal cart you got to be fish over rice anytime i see that like fish? Bro, i did saw fish over that's rice. a thing yeah bro, i've I never seen this, that before do you know they, like the images on the outside are like mm. arguably like nfts but they're like hilarious <laughs> one of them was just <laughs> literally like 
generic fish like an actual like real fish just mm -hmm. like put on top of a picture of rice i was like this is literally like i'm, I'm taking a dollar off how much i'm paying you because this is like so budget wild I'm looking for my notepad that's a good title for the episode Fuck. halal nfts <laughs> i sent you down. some i sent some to the email i don't have the email open right i have now. it i have it um, um there were a few things i i sent let's see blubhouse podcast i do like the flow of the the email i think the frictionless way of like collecting information is 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 far yeah I agree. i'm sure there's better ways but. um so let's see you sent hacks y combinator let's open this do you remember what this is news.y combinator let's see let's open it probably should have had this stuff pre-staged but uh, sure. we're doing it a lot and this is more cody would have to like go deep into that okay i mean there's that uh hormozy tweet oh um, yeah what was it again it was where did it go it was like recent it was like we are a slave thing. to the things we think we should do yeah yeah i don't know that that's just like hit hard i feel like i don't know for me it's been like at some point hopefully soon like would like to like build a product launch it like you know have some sort of like company i think would be really cool and interesting experience and something that i i feel like yeah always like eats away at me and like yeah in some to some extent like feel like a slave to it and i feel like you've expressed similar things about like music where it's like this thing that's always like nagging you and always like you know. what I mean, maybe you're not going to answer, so I won't ask you, but do you have like a leading idea that you think like, this is the one I want to execute? No. And I, I actually also don't like, I do think the idea is important. I actually think like, and I think it's proven like, uh, like being in the right market is like the most important thing with a startup. Um, but I actually don't think the idea is that critically important. I think like if you if you're able to build a good team and you're able to like iterate, I think it almost like your original idea doesn't really matter that much. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure there are better ones and worse ones, but from what I've seen, I feel like as long as you can iterate quick and like you have talented people, I feel like, I don't know, like with Travis and other things, like, I don't know, multiple companies, like even Slack started as like a gaming company and they had this like internal tool for chatting and that it turned out like the chatting app was way better than the game. And then obviously it's yeah, like what mm -hmm. we got sold for like $20 billion and Obviously, these are like, you know, case studies and one-offs, but um, Word. Well, yeah, no leading idea, just building things and like, yeah, on a weekly basis, like, I don't know what I built this week. I feel like obviously it's like, I, I wouldn't even say really in like, yeah, I wouldn't say it's an MVP form, but like some version of that and like a few iterations probably could be something that is a tangible, like minor business product, like, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like, so. I think you'll come up with something good. We'll see. Maybe I Hope should so. launch my fucking app. Like I've been saying this for so long. Just do it. I just needs to do CRM. so much. It just needs a lot of work, bro. Everything does. Yeah, it's a fact. There's one problem I would want to crack. Um, and then I think it would be an extremely good product. And I just don't know how to do it. What's the What's the problem? Let's Let's see if we can quickly, if if you want to. Um. 
we'll talk about it off air, like offline. Okay. So I don't want to say it and give the idea away. Um, but not that anyone's listening to this, but <laughs> what was that uh, sweet? It's like for every beer you have, there's like 10 people studying like linear algebra right now. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a fact. Um, a big on rising India. Yeah, I know. I'm like 40 minutes into the podcast right now. Yeah. I'm like halfway through. Mm-hmm. Also just listen to him talk also just makes me feel like, damn, there isn't any more time. Not sorry. Not enough time. Um, Literally. you know what idea I had today though? Like, and I wonder if it's viable, but like breaking down learning and time into like the high school model where like you have like seven classes a day and like you give 45 minutes to each of those class and like, sure. are you going to become elite at something in that time? Absolutely not. But like, you know, like there's so much shit I want to learn about right now that like, I don't know if like, I just want to try that model because like, like, I feel like it would be, it's unwise to not pay attention like give a lot of attention to everything that's happening in like the web three space. I just think like there's sure. so much opportunity. That's like, if you just pay attention to it, it's just highly leveraged, but sure. it's also like want to do music, want to do really well at my job. And like, yes, my job is kind of in web three. So it's like, I mean, kind of, so it's, there's like an Avenue there, but it's also like want to learn language, want to fucking travel, sure. explore. It's like, dude, there's so much dope shit to do. I mean, I think the thing is like, I, I don't know if I spoke about this. It's just like, there's many things you can do that are like three birds with one stone, right? Like at, so an example would be like at work, you have to, let's say you had to learn like solidity and then like for part of learning, like you had to build a side project and then like you write a blog on the side project and like you cover, you hit like three bases with one, you know, Mm -hmm. one for every hour of work done, like you're Mm -hmm. actually covering multiple bases. Like I think that's the best when I've found like a great way to like compound things. Dude, has Rainbow Y come out with anything in a while? I feel like it's been a minute yeah, since he's... A few st- I, I've, I've read a few things. I think he's dropping a book soon, apparently. <sighs> the big and the small. You won't believe my morning. He's also, like, another reason I want to fucking write, like... Fuck. I feel like he... Yeah, his some of his posts are better than many books. I mean, the Elon series is yeah. just like, like better than like, I think if you were going to like the educational value of like a year of college, depending on what you study, but like versus reading like that thing, like that, I think like you can get like a legitimately super high quality education at this point sure. with 0% going to college. But the value of sure. college is like the network and the like social experiences you have. And you do have like professors and there is a lot to be said for like having a like direct relationship in person with a professor, but there's so much quality now, like in podcasts and books and like, imagine like one class was just like read, you know, wait, but wise catalog. And like, that's like the whole class. And then you have to write papers based on that and have discussions. It's like, how much shit would you learn? I think that'd be a cool idea is like, it'd be cool to like, no, make make like a a product that like makes tests for content somehow. Like it'd be cool if there was like a distributed education system where like every like post you could like let's say you know post as well, right? So then like let's say Tim Tim Urban writes this like great post, right? And then after he's like, okay, this is a successful post. Like let me make them all a small like tests or class very simply for this, and then like you could join a platform that like allows you to like 
take tests and like I don't know get some sort of degree across like learning across like some I don't know I it's bro, extremely unbased, but I'm sure Blumhouse there's some university we could disrupt sure. college bro I'm not kidding. I think like there is some potential to like come up with an alternative schooling situation where like it would be like teaching foundational knowledge, like, but in a practically minded way. So like you have like a little bit of theory, like make them read fucking Tim Urban, like required reading would be like the, it's like, it's an interesting topic. Like what are the classics of the internet age? Not necessarily sure. things having to do with the internet, but just like the classics that have been published in the last thirty years. Like, sure, sure, like must read. Paul Graham essay. Yeah, because it's like Musk, yeah. it's like it's like in school. Like, if you take a poli sci class, like how much time are they actually devoting to like modern political scientists? Like, are they reading Nassim? Yeah. Like, Nassim has written a bunch. Like, a lot of his work has to do with how to like organize society. Covering. Like, yeah. are they reading Nassim? Like, I think it's important to read all the old shit, like Rousseau and fucking whoever else people I forgot from poli side, but like sure, how, some modern takes that we've seen. Yeah. Like, I mean, even Balaji probably has like, yeah, dude, like Balaji's book together. is going to drop. That yeah, book yeah, is going to be wild. Be it's going to be wild. Yeah. I'm going to read it in the first weekend. Like I've like, it's yeah. July 4th weekend. I think though. I know. So that's maybe a, the second weekend. <laughs> Men's playing chess, bro. Yeah. Um, Balaji's book, like all of like, if I was putting together university with like what I know now, like, look, you know, not anything really in life, but like have been able to, I don't know, feel like I'm on a good trajectory. I think you feel the same way about yourself. Sure. sure. Um, definitely like reading Ray must like principles. I would say like sure. Josh, uh, Nassim Tim. must Tim, Josh, Tim. like who else? Wait, but why like Tim urban? Um, uh, I don't know. I think Marcus really is, but yeah, there's like a few, no, there's definitely like Seneca. A, we could definitely say like, there's probably 20 books that are 80, 20, like, I don't know. Um, Facts. Yeah. I mean, the thing is uh, like, I don't know. I think it was like a, Oh, the Naval book. Um, oh, Naval book is a must. Yeah, easy. I feel like Naval, he's like, the information is there. It's the, like desire and like motivation. That's, that's yeah. scarce. And I mean, I think it's just becoming more true as like, yeah. I don't know. The thing, it's wild on like Twitter. There's like some threads that like, what was the one we, we were talking about today? Or like you sent that like, I was like, oh, I like some like. Yeah, the, con- like the one about how content. I grew my TikTok. Like- yeah, yeah. And like that alone is probably worth like, someone would pay like whatever, $50 for a class to like do that. Like, yeah. 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 No, dude, there's so many. I mean, like I'm in a phase now where like I'm having too many fucking ideas and I yeah, feel like yeah. you feel the same way. And it's like, yeah. how to choose one like things that i want to do with the podcast like newsletter have an actual website for the podcast where we have like show notes for every podcast like you know create content on the side with the podcast like two three years from now sure. do like live talks live events like maybe we start a business with the podcast like some sort of consulting sure. alternative education like there's so much shit like i know do maybe we use the podcast as like you know, for the next six months, we're going to like go deep on crypto. After that, we're going to go deep on this sector of what's going on. Or like, maybe you sure. focus on one thing. I focus on another thing. We bring it like to talk about, and like, sure. we both have blogs now. It's like, we can sort of have both of our blogs featured on like, well, actually you have a blog. I'm starting to put together a blog and like have both of them featured on our Blubhouse, like Instagram, sure, and, like sure. just so much shit, bro. Sure. And, like, I think, yeah, it's one of those things like, 
<clears throat> there are so many opportunities and like i think it really is like got to pick a few and like build the house on them otherwise mm -hmm. it's like no for sure spreading ourselves too thin but i do think like it'd be an interesting like one week episode is just like both of us pick a topic we both know nothing about like each of us pick a topic that neither of us know about and we just like do a deep dive and it's just like explaining what we learned or built or mm. like whatever um yeah. facts so much shit to do man so little time yeah. but a lot yeah. of time too yeah i think we'll like hit our stride like find what we're vibing with what we mm -hmm. like and like i don't know i, I found like i i know like personally from the blog like i've like writing i'm like okay like i don't know i i like like it don't like love it that much video creating was like awesome but i, I just like mm -hmm. like building shit even like whether it's a video or like a project or something like that has been like so fulfilling and something i've just like i don't know just like definitely struck some chords so uh i don't know that's like but only could be achieved really through like doing mm -hmm. um, yeah so i feel like that's a good thing it's just like trying things and then it's like okay like this is something we like like start investing more in it mm -hmm. yeah. we're almost at an hour um and i think yeah. we're both pretty tired so maybe we just yeah. end with like shit we've enjoyed in the last two weeks you already mentioned your goat yeah. thing um anything else it comes to mind that things you've enjoyed consumed experienced mm. anything other the sun i know we've talked about this the sun is a hack just being able to get a lot of good high quality sunlight um just i think an automatic game changer to feeling better um i read a book called what money can't buy that i really liked um it was interesting it was talking about like the limits of markets and like many people in a you know capitalist society view like markets for everything but it's talking about okay like where, where actually are the like fringes that um yeah that i, I really liked and yeah, I think I'll check some things I sent, but yeah, what what are your uh... the number one thing is this book series I'm reading. I mean, it's just like I talk about it so much. It's so mind blowing and it just I can't believe that I haven't read it so far. Like it's so high quality and uh, yeah, I mean, it just has me thinking about so many different things like it's so clever it's also like deep science it's like the fiction parts are like very much based on like scientific conjecture um mm -hmm. so i recommend to everyone to read the the series of which the first book is the three body problem um i believe the series itself is called like the remembrance of earth's past or something like that and right now i'm i'm uh reading this book the, th the third one is called death sand and it's it's just mm. so good and it's like not dorky is it like, like is each one stand on its own or you gotta no no you won't get as much out of it no no it doesn't stand on its own like they're okay. kind of like contained there is a thread that's very the central thread of the story continues in each book um but like the protagonist in each book is a different character but the Got universe it. is the same, but it's also like it's like it's happening linearly through time and like the events gotcha. like you can't you won't know what the fuck's going on in the second book if you don't read the first book. Read the first. Gotcha. And the same thing with the third. Like you won't know what's going on in the third if you don't read the second. Um, gotcha. What if you read the first and the third? You could get away with it, but the second is so good. I just wouldn't. The second yeah, is better yeah, than the first, um, but the first just sets up like the whole universe. So I would sure. oops, um, I would recommend 
I know like you're similar to me in a sense where like you go through like seasons where like you are more down to read fiction and like not down to read fiction. Sure. So I wouldn't say like jump the gun, but when you are like feeling some fiction okay. again, I would just bite into it. It's like so stimulating. Probably, yeah. It's so stimulating. Yeah. And uh, like you just stay up thinking, like just think about it throughout the day. Like, not at all similar to King Killer, but I would say in quality of story, like in the same ballpark. Yeah, it's just like I find myself liking it like so much. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Other than that, though, like my girlfriend and I started the series on Disney Plus called Moon Knight, which is Oscar Isaac like Marvel series. Pretty good so far. Only two episodes out. Been watching that. Um, I know you're not a huge superhero head, but yeah. And then that's really it. That's all that's coming to mind anyway. I've been like doing a lot of I'd, cold again and I've been feeling good. After the podcast, facts. I'm gonna dip in the plunge and then like facts. hit the hit the hay. Hit the hay. Yeah. I'd one cool thing that I, I wanted to share that I, I looked at. Um I watched this video of this guy who is a gold miner, but he goes to the streets of New York and he goes to the diamond district and he like I like sidewalks have those like big like they have those divots in them and he takes this like tool basically and he like rucks up all the dirt and like shit that's in between these sidewalks and he, he goes to diamond dish shit so, so, so he has this like vacuum basically and he like sucks up all this shit that he like pulls out of the streets he specifically goes to the diamond district because he's like people will drop stuff there's like you know people like are cutting gold or jewels and like that blows off and eventually like, some of that ends up in these like you know piles and in his like first pile, I think he made like $600 and that was just like one sliver. Um, and it was just like mad gold. He found like a few jewels. Like I just thought it was like the coolest thing where it was like, it's very cool. interesting. Like, even, you'd never think about. Yeah. Yeah. Like if someone's going to, you know, you go to like a river or mine or whatever, you don't go to fucking, you know, six staff, whatever the hell it is. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought it was a cool idea and, uh, well executed. So. Facts. All right, man. Well, cool. it's at a, like a little bit over an hour and i know we're both pretty tired so yeah. you're back tuesday so let's chill maybe before your birthday but if not we'll chill on your birthday yeah. um and then yeah we'll do another Back. podcast episode this week we won't to all of our loyal fans we will not miss another week sure sure um we're back. All we'll right. be back much love peace, peace. much love good night good night